Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in. Going to do a podcast today about Kauai, Kapa'a in Kauai. I was there back in July, but I haven't had a chance to really tell you some of the fun stuff I did in that area, and I want to share that with you as we get through the big show. Of course, this podcast is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody that doesn't know anything about booking a Hawaii vacation. It's a different kind of podcast. We're your hosts. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii, actually here. We're Hawaii's experts, and you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com, where you can just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me, bruce at hawaii-aloha.com. All we do here is Hawaii vacations. So if you're planning and you're researching and you're looking for the best way to get the most bang for your buck and to get that local perspective and the local advice like you're going to hear in a minute, this is the place to do it, Hawaii Aloha Travel. So get in touch with us, get involved. You'll be extremely happy that you did. Well, I hope you're having a great week wherever you are in this beautiful world. We're in paradise. It's just gorgeous here. It's been very dry, which is always a concern. You know, we're kind of going through a little bit of a drought here. So there's really no worries about weather at the moment. And this is pretty typically the kind of weather pattern, but I think it's been extra dry out here. As you know, we had the terrible fires in Maui that were a result of brush fires. And so we get a little paranoid around here about brush fires. Over the weekend, there were some fires up here on Oahu and people got very ups- got a little paranoid about it because there was, there was, there was no wind when they started, but then the wind picked up. But Thankfully, that's all contained and everything is beautiful here in paradise. Hope you're having a great week. All right, let's get to it. Let's talk about exploring Kapa'a on Kauai. Now, you know, when, you, when, when I talk about Kauai, I always talk about it as being a round circle. And there's the south side where you're going to find Poipu. And then there's the east side where you're going to find Kapa'a. And then, of course, you can go north and stay in Hanalei and up in Princeville area. But Kapa'a is very centrally located. And that's what I love about it. And I think people kind of miss just how charming and wonderful this place is. This area of the island is also a little less expensive. So if you're going to stay along the Coconut Coast, we also call it that in the Kapa'a area, you're going to find more affordable properties. And I also like it when people are, aren't going to be spending a lot of time on Kauai because over on that east side, you can get north and south pretty easily. So it's just a really great alternative to the more expensive stuff on the south side or up on the north side. And it is completely charming. So Kapa'a is pronounced Kapa'a. I always had trouble with that because when I went to, when I first got here to Hawaii, we got back in 90, what was it, 92 or 93, and then they had the hurricane. I was the first reporter over to Kauai and I could never, and I was spent a lot of time in Kapa'a, could, I always had trouble, trouble pronouncing Kapa'a for some reason. I called it Kapa'a, Kapa'a, So a little history here. Back in 1777, the town wasn't populated at all. And this is according to the book by Rainbows Over Kapa'a by Ben Fernandez. Now, according to this book, there's really no mention of Kapa'a, which means 
the solid. And in early Kauai history, in 1877, 13,000 plus acres were leased from the government by Makee Sugar Company. And the venture failed because uh, the operators didn't really know what they were doing. They didn't know how to grow the crops. And it kind of became doomed and it, it just never happened. But Kapa'a turned its fortune into a very nice little mixture of cultures and identity. And really, you know, and it kind of goes through what I was saying earlier, the land was cheaper. So Kapa'a became like a little thriving town. And it is that today. And you can kind of call it a, a, a large city by Kauai standards because Kauai is so, you know, the population there is so small. But it's really a wonderful little place with shops, restaurants, tons of tourist attractions and a lot of hidden things that you just don't know about. Because if you drive through Kapa'a and you blink your eye, you might not even know you're going through it. It's, it's, a, it's a short stretch of just a few miles. So you got to dig in a little deep. And I'm going to give you some of my favorite restaurants. So uh, let me give you a breakfast, a lunch, and a dinner. How's that? So for breakfast, I recommend going to the Country Kitchen where you can get this Kauai Benedict. And it is made with lomi lomi salmon and Kahlua pork. And the cool thing about it is they put it on top of Molokai sweetbread. I have a picture of it up on my up on our podcast page. If you haven't been, none of you go to the podcast page, uh, but... You should start going there because we do put a lot of detail in there. So you go to hawaii-aloha.com slash podcast. But the thing about it is you did, you be potential, be, be prepared to wait a little bit because it does get really busy. So I would say try to get there early if you want to do breakfast there. Um, also, I've had their Mediterranean omelet, which is, which is packed with these, with veggies and it's just terrific. And I would highly recommend that as well. So check that out. I would say an honorable mention is there's also a place called Olympic Cafe, which is a little bit cheaper. And it's also a great podcast, uh, a great place for uh, breakfast. Uh, they serve some of the best macadamia nut pancakes I've ever had. And the portions are huge. So you can one plate you know, can be for two people and you can do this for like a brunch or even a lunch. They do have some other stuff uh, for, for more of a lunch type of things. But I think also for lunch, I wanted to introduce you, if you haven't seen this or haven't heard about it, is Kenji, Kenji Burgers. A lot of times they were, everybody was so focused on that other burger place. I can't think of it off the top of my head that everybody used to go to. Uh, but Kenji Burgers is even better. I mean, they use only Wagyu beef and their burgers are exceptional, but it's just not your typical burger joint because it kind of has a Japanese twist to it. And they also have these amazing burritos. There's a Japanese burrito there that is absolutely to die for. It's kind of like spicy tuna. It's got shrimp tempura in it, a little crab meat. They put this like crispy wonton in it and you you bite into this. It's just really delicious. It's it just, it's kind of like a culinary experience in a burrito and they wrap it and they do it with a nice wrap 
So you can get that. So it's not just burgers. That's the thing about Kenji burgers. And it has this Japanese twist that you just wouldn't even think of when you're thinking about a burger. And then for dinner, a couple of dinner suggestions. My favorite place is Sam's Ocean View. On It's right in the heart of Kapa'a. The food is really delicious there. The couple of times I've eaten there, I've had a really good fresh fish. The last time I, had, I was there, I had their encrusted mahi-mahi. It was exceptional. It had asparagus. Uh, um, mashed potatoes underneath. I highly recommend it. All of their fish is really good, and they have great dishes there, just in general. But if you're in the mood, you know that's kind of pricey. It's a, you know, it's more of a a fancy restaurant. So if you're in for something that's you know not as fancy, and you just want maybe want to do takeout, if you haven't checked out the chicken in a barrel in Kapa'a, it's just amazing. Not only is their chicken great, their smoked barbecue and their ribs are excellent. I find them just incredibly juicy. The the meat practically falls right off the bone, which I always love with ribs. And you can pair either their ribs or their chicken with their chili. It's kind of a nice combo there. So definitely check that out. So those are three restaurants, just some, some ideas for your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There's other, obviously there's just tons of other places to eat and enjoy there. But if you don't have a lot of time, you want some really great recommendations. Those are three that are must. And, and I would just say, give yourself plenty of time for any of these things because they do get busy. These are very popular, obviously popular places. So keep that in mind whenever you're out there in Kapa'a. And the other thing about that stretch of area, the coconut coconut coast area really is there's a lot of outdoor fun that you can enjoy i I don't think people realize that there are three really amazing beaches that are right there they're year-round you could go swimming surfing and snorkeling you can also i recommend this highly is rent a bike and ride the coconut coast it's a two and a half mile paved path and it takes you along uh lidgate beach park it goes through donkeys beach that whole area and the other thing that a lot of uh, folks don't know is that Kapala actually has five different streams, the Ho'opia Falls and five different parks. There's uh, No'unu, and, or they call it Sleeping Sleeping Giant, and you can get day hikes. There's ocean views there. Uh, you can take a self-guided tour. I don't know if you've ever seen this. I mean, well, probably you haven't because you haven't been there, but I didn't know about it until I went again. I, I know that people used to tell me all the time about the Hindu monastery there, but it is really lovely. It's 300 acres. You can stroll through that beautiful flora and fauna there, and you can really enjoy a, a nice leisurely walk through there. All in Kapaha. Kapaha has so much. I mean, you can also take a chocolate tour at Lydgate Farms Chocolate. That's always fun to do, and the chocolate there is amazing. Also, you can kayak the Wailua River. You can play golf in Kapa'a. Gosh, there's just so much to do right there, centrally located, and you'd never know it if you were driving right through there. Trust me when I tell you, it's sometimes it's a little bit hard to believe how much stuff is going on right there. The other thing about um, Kapa'a is it's super local. You know, there is, I think, a McDonald's there, but as far as the shops and restaurants and the things that are to do there, I think that there's the most diverse amount of local shopping and events than probably anywhere in Hawaii. I mean, it is a super supportive local community in Kapa'a, and you want to make sure that you take time and you go to, the. it's called the Royal 
Coconut Coast, and it's part of Kapa'a Town, and it's an excellent way to support our local community. You want to do that, right? You want to shop here. If you want local, I mean, you you want to make sure that you come back with stuff that's not at Walmart, you know, in the cheap uh, touristy section. You want to get really unique stuff, and one of the most best ways to enjoy that is to explore Kapa'a in this area on foot. It's it's an old town they've got quirky clothing stores they've got um these restaurants there's some some ethnic restaurants there there's a lot of handcrafted goods that you can find there um you've got lots of music and there's fruit stalls there's little coffee shops you can even do yoga there there's yoga studios there's amazing art galleries there's Surf shops, just just about any kind of local little thing that you can think of is right there. So there's always something happening in Kapaha. And you want to check because every week they have a, uh, I mean, every month they have the Friday, Saturday art walk. They still have that going on there. They have music, uh, lots of that local cuisine. There's galleries and artists showcasing a lot of their work. So it's really fun. And the whole place has got a lot of history to it. There's a lot of history and culture in Kapa'a. That's why I say, go back and read that book as well. Because if you really want to know the history of it, there is a lot of interesting history in the area. Uh, also, I highly recommend checking out Orchid Alley. That's right there in the heart of Kapa'a. There's 2,000 square feet of orchids, all kinds of beautiful orchids, and the owners there have actually created some hybrid orchids themselves. So if you're into orchids or you love orchids, and you can ship them, you can ship them back to the mainland as well. So it's really great. Check out the Orchid Alley. So, you know, Kapa'a is just so centrally located. You know, I even kind of think it's better to stay on the east side than being on the south side. Although there's more beautiful hotels and there's the beautiful beaches down on the south side, if you really want to stay active and you want to be connected to a little bit of a a, a little town where there's lots a, a lot more going on, then I think the east side is best because if you're staying on the south side, there's really only you know a couple of strip malls and there's really no connectedness in a way. I mean, down by Brennicky Beach, you, you know, you might say that that's a little bit like a little walking around kind of thing near the beach, but it doesn't compare to Kapa'a down with all the stuff that they have there and just the best restaurants, I think, are up there as well. So hopefully this helps you out. Please give us a call. We'd love to help you create a beautiful itinerary to come to the beautiful island of Kauai. It's one of my favorites. You know, when Yaling and I want to get away, we go to Kauai and it's just a wonderful beautiful island to visit. So hopefully you will be in touch and we'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to check out the website, hawaii-aloha.com, 1-800-843-8771. Please uh, support local business. We really need your help. If you could do a review or do something for us, we'd really appreciate it because we're really going through a tough time here economically. And especially because we got killed by Google, you know, so it's like we're really trying very hard to get our message out there because Google has really shifted their algorithm in a way that I've just never seen before. <laughs> so anyway, please, please reach out. We'd love to hear from you and love to help you out. For my beautiful wife, Yelly, all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.